At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Vista's Primetime Action Monday night from the South Point Hotel Casino here on the tip of the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Glad you could join us tonight. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, uh, Danielle, Danielle Alvari off tonight. So we'll make do with the three of us. Uh, really hockey taking center stage. The Islanders and the Lightning Game 5 with the Lightning big favorites at home. That game about to face off. But Matt? A uh, bunch of baseball to uh, get going in a matter of minutes as well. Yeah, like you said, puck dropping here momentarily as low as minus 180 if you want the lightning. Um, you can get as high as plus, looks like plus 168 out there if you do want the Islanders in that one. But there is some big discrepancy in the pricing out there, so be sure and shop around because that one could be uh, – you can get a much better price at some books than the other ones out there. Um, yeah, we've got an 805 Eastern, 505 Pacific. That's going to be the A's and the Rangers. Frankie Montas on the hill for the A's. We have Kyle Gibson on the hill for the Rangers. If you want to take Montas and the A's, minus 125 favorite, plus 106 is the best number out there on Kyle Gibson and the Rangers. Another 805 Eastern. And 505 Pacific is the Indians and the Cubs. That is Aaron Savali and Adbert Alzale for the Cubs. Um, Alzale is coming off the IL here for the Cubs. And if you aren't very familiar with him, he is pretty good prospect for them and is having a pretty good season so far for them as well. Um, Gil, the total in this one is uh, 
sitting at seven. And if people are wondering kind of what's going on, seven, you know, Savali, Savali and Alzale, like one, you're looking at two pretty good pitchers so far this year. Two, there was some weather that went through. Chicago last night is going to be like in the low 60s for this one. Apparently the wind is coming in from left field again. So we know how that drastically affects the number whenever they play in Wrigley. So uh, if you're looking at that one, kind of scratching your head as to why it's sitting at seven, that's kind of what we're looking at there. But again, L- literally the, the game, the last game I didn't play tonight, like yeah. the one that I almost played but couldn't mm-hmm. quite pull the trigger on the Cleveland Indians. Um, Alzale is minus one. 50-ish out there right now for the Cubs. If you want to back Savali in the Indians, you can find a plus 135 out there actually right now. Uh, 808 Eastern, 508 Pacific, the Braves and the Mets. Ian Anderson, Jared Eikhoff, if you want Anderson and the Braves, minus 135, plus 115 on Eikhoff and the Mets. 810 Eastern, 510 Pacific. we got the Reds and the Twins. Tyler Molly and J.A. Happ on the hill. Molly. And the Reds, a slight favorite here, about minus 113 and about minus 103 on Hap and the Twins. Molly coming off his best start of the season for the Reds. We have a couple more first pitches a little bit later that will hit uh, hit Gill. But, yeah, those were – I, like you, was really close to playing Savali in the Indians and, and, and just quite couldn't get there. Um, but that was the kind of the last one that – didn't make it onto the card today for me. That means it's going to win. Yeah, because we didn't it was, play. It. Yeah, it's usually yeah. how this thing works. The only thing I ended up playing in baseball is later. I played the Dodgers against the Padres, Urias against Darvish. Uh, it's actually at a better number now than what I got it. I got it at one at plus one fourteen. You can get it about ten cents better in some spots. I see a one twenty five yeah. is the best that's out there um, right now. Yeah, this was nothing against you, Darvish, and the San Diego Padres. Just that I think this should be closer to a coin flip. Both pitchers, if you look at their numbers, pretty solid in both. You know, maybe a virtual coin flip between the two when you dig into the numbers. I get it. Maybe Darvish is going to be a few cents of a uh, of a favorite, but the Dodgers second best weighted on base. Uh, against right-handed pitching this year. And so the Dodgers are the play strictly based on the number for me. By the way, our hockey guy, as this uh, Lightning Islanders game is about to start, our hockey guy Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, As far as any bets you want to make before this hockey game starts, game five of the Stanley Cup semis between the Islanders and the Lightning, he actually likes the over, but he decided not to take it at five goals. He decided to tick it up to five and a half, and go over plus 129. So five and a half over plus 129. He actually likes Steven Stamkos of the Lightning to score a goal as well. So if you can find that prop here in the next couple minutes, run quickly if you believe in Andy McNeil. <laughs> if you believe. If you believe, if you believe in, in it, which we do. Which we do. Which we yes. do all the time. Um, so, so much happened this weekend, obviously, uh, specifically in basketball and golf. Uh, let's start with basketball because we now know, of course, who is playing in both conference finals in the National Basketball Association, and it was with so much drama. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Danielle Alvari off tonight. This is VEASAN's Primetime Action. If you're tuning in for the first time and you're wondering, what are these guys all about talking about all these sports? Not only do we watch sports, uh, we also bet on them. We bet on them from a pre-game standpoint before the actual event begins based on the uh, the lines that are dealt in the marketplace. And then on this show specifically, we will wait to play things while the game is happening. It's called in-game or in-run, in-running betting. Uh, and we will do that when the opportunity presents itself. And we'll talk about basketball games, typically what we're looking for to trigger in-game bets. Uh, later today, we'll uh, 
send out some virtual fruit baskets for those who helped us win bets this past weekend. We'll talk to Adam Burke about Major League Baseball as well. We'll look at the NBA-adjusted series prices as well. But uh, let's just start with the most recent thing, Matt and Kelly, which is obviously Game 7 last night in Philly. Kelly, congratulations. Your Atlanta Hawks are through to another round. There we go, Gil. So you got the Hawks. series win, and you still have them for the conference and the finals. Yeah, I've just uh, spent most of the past 24 hours combing through the couch cushions, looking for every single last dime I can pe- penny I can find to hedge off on this series. But yeah, we got to the point where we can do that, Gil. So it's a victory so far. So can I ask about that? So what you just said, because people are going to be like, what does he mean hedge off? What is he talking about? So you've had these bets all season long. Yeah. You've, you've, I mean, you are where you wanted to be. Here they are, and they're going to take on the Milwaukee Bucks in a best of seven series, which starts on Wednesday night. The Bucks already seven point favorites in game one. And the Bucks, $5 favorites in some spots, but like about minus 475 consensus. Yeah, 480 at DraftKings right now, minus 480 Hawks plus 350. So... People are going to ask, people are going to under, want to know, and here's the definition as we throw it up on the screen here on Primetime Action, betting the other side of a previous bet to guarantee winning at least a small amount of money. And you can, you know, manipulate that if you want to win a small amount, if you want to win an equal amount, no matter what happens. It's, it, there's a bit of, you know, personal feel to that. What made you want to get off this at all? Uh, I think it's a absolutely terrible matchup for the Atlanta Hawks. This is, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Not that the Nets were going to be a ton better, but the fact that they were banged up, I think, gives them a little bit. Uh, I think they had a little bit better of a puncher's chance against the Nets. The Hawks, there's just no with DeAndre Hunter out. There's nobody that that can make sense defending Giannis. I think we're. We've seen teams put him in more difficult defensive situations before in the past. I just don't think the Hawks are going to be able to do that. Got Capella down low. Rim protector down low will help. But just nobody out on the perimeter. And that's just from... That's just from the defensive side of things for Atlanta. The problem is, offensively, the Bucks defenders match up possibly even better. I mean, you're going to be able to throw Drew Holiday out there on Trey Young, run around one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And Trey Young is small. That was yes. the thing is yes. Drew Holiday was having trouble defending Kevin Durant because Durant is seven feet tall and he plays like he's a six foot six guy. And like, but Trey Young is actually small, and so Drew Holiday is going to isn't going to have this massive. High disadvantage going up in against I, I I'm with you like it everything you're saying here and honestly I think Giannis is just going to attack the rim yep. so early and often that I think Capella can find himself in foul trouble early in these games and stuff like well in the beauty of Brooke Lopez it's where it comes into this series because you have a guy who can play a great defensive big, but on the offensive side, stretch out the floor. So they they'll just be able to work Capella in pick and roll situations. Get him, get him, you know, get Giannis on smaller guys. Get Capella out of the way. I, I think it's going to be, I, I, I think it's going to be really tough for the Hawks to uh, to win this series. I think I think they're going to steal one, one game. I think this is in five or six. Uh, you know, talking about I haven't put all my all my series bets in all my. Uh, hedging bets, I would say. What I did hit last night, uh, a shop in town here did open up the series at minus 400. I thought it was going to be about what we're seeing today, around minus 450. So, I, about, I got down about as much as I could last night when that opened up at minus 400. I did play a little bit on the uh, the the Bucks to win in five, but I will be adding on to them winning in five or in six. I think that's a bet. I think that's a smart way to play this. I don't see this going seven, yeah. and I don't. And see, I don't really think it's going to be a sweep either. I think the Hawks. It might be a gentleman's sweep, as we always joke about. The on gentleman's here. sweep. I think they're going to get at least one off. Of them. We are about well, to sweep you. 
but out of courtesy, right. you may win a game. And, and to let you know what, what the books think of that, specifically, so like over, over at DraftKings, that in five, the 4-1 in favor of the Bucks is only plus 230. Like, yeah. like I mean, that because so it I just bet- seems like that is the likely outcome to me as well. I kind of think that it's a, a 4-1, 4-2. I mean, the sweep is only plus 330. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me if they swept them. But Can I just ask I, you guys one question, though? Did you have any feeling about the Hawks this way before the Sixers series, or did you not at all feel this way? Which, like just which just by comparison, like right now, you're like, you even have the Hawks tickets, and you're like, this is a terrible matchup. They're going to get crushed. Maybe they win a game. Maybe they don't. You you didn't feel this way at all before? At all, but there, you got to remember the other thing. Heading into that Philly series, it still looked like they were going to have DeAndre Hunter, and it looked like Joel Embiid was going to be having knee issues, you know, issues on the court that he really didn't show much of throughout the series. I mean, I think we saw it a little bit. It may have been a bigger issue than we'll ever know, but that's where I felt a lot more confident in that. Plus, the matchups in general, I thought were going to be better for the Hawks. Um, you know, it was obviously a lot, lot tighter in the end than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I, I, I mean, I thought the Hawks were going to, you know, win that series. And I, I thought they were going to win maybe six, you know, maybe even sooner than that. So, yes, I was, to answer your question, I was much, much, much more confident with them heading into Philadelphia than heading into Milwaukee. Okay, I just didn't want anybody listening or, or watching to be like, well, didn't you feel that way? So, you know, and they, got, and they won in seven games against Philly. By the way, just a, a postscript to the Philadelphia 76ers season, if, if we, uh, you know, I think we, we should give them that on the way out here. Doc Rivers, coach team, blows another series. Uh, his career with the Celtics and the Clippers, uh, and now with the Sixers since he won the 2008 NBA championship with four Hall of Famers on the Boston Celtics, has just been a litany and just littered with bad playoff defeats. And then there's the Ben Simmons story, which everybody's piling on Ben Simmons, but I really do think it it deserves one final mention. He had... 22 different opportunities during this seven-game series to shoot two free throws. He made both free throws twice. That is a National Basketball Association guard uh, and a guy who, again, on two consecutive times down the court yesterday, famously, just with more than four minutes left and, and just less uh, with less than four minutes left in that game, which could have gone either way at that point, uh, he had a one-on-one with Herter. Only Herter was between him, him and the basket. He decided to kick it out, and Bede ended up bailing him out with a jumper. And then the one that more people are talking about the next time down court where he had a spin move on Gallinari, and it was just him in the basket. Yeah, it, when he and passed he, on the layup. And he passed yeah. on the layup and went to, uh, to Matisse, Thibault, which ended up being one free throw. And so what do you do? But Doc Rivers sort of walking back some comments yesterday after the game you know, he really, he had an opportunity to sort of, like, protect his player. Someone asked him, an intrepid reporter asked him, hey, you know, do you think this is a point guard of a championship team? And Doc was like, you know, I don't know. Can't make we, that call right now. I can't make that call. And so, then Embiid calls him out, yeah, I mean, without calling him which, out. Which yeah. I thought was just unbelievable. And yeah. so today, Doc Rivers saying, yeah, we have ways to, you know, sort of help him out. But, I mean, what if you're the Sixers and their fan base, and for those who had tickets on the Sixers to win, uh, I've I've heard the word hateful thrown around a lot. It just it's unbelievable how they couldn't get it done. They should have won it in five. Yep, they should have. They should have. And I don't want to keep beating the dead horse of like the whole Harden situation and what could have happened. But think about what you had in the. Rarely do you get an opportunity in the NBA or maybe in professional sports. Period, where you have a team like the Houston Rockets that were so up against the wall that you knew they were being forced 
to basically make a move with their star player, and you could possibly get him for a little bit cheaper than you would have ever if he it was in a regular situation. And not only did the Sixers miss out on that, but now you're you're have the opposite problem with Ben Simmons. Right? Who, who are you going to get to buy Ben Simmons? I mean, everybody's going to try to lowball you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get anything amazing out. I mean, I think he's still a great player. But every team's going to be like, well, we'd like Ben Simmons, but we're not going to offer him what we would have offered him a year and a half ago. Yeah, as someone who's going to look at him and in their head they've already reimagined him as like a as like a point small forward essentially, like as a like just move him to. like yeah. to where he's more like a forward and like you quit trying to like make him into something that he's not. I mean, he's. 6'11". So, I mean, it's not like right. he can't, you know, it's not like he can't get it done down low if you need him to get it done down low or something like that. But I, I think this whole point guard experiment, especially today when nearly everyone can shoot, you know, and you just really, really can't. And with that op- option being completely off of the table, it just changes the dynamic of how teams have to guard you and how they have to, like, go about it defensively. And I don't know if he's... I just don't think him playing point serves really anyone their best interests. 103-96, Atlanta wins Game 7 last night. First time in franchise history. They won a Game 7 that they were able to win a Game 7 on the road. They do so as uh, seven-point dogs. Um, big, you know, against the spread win and a big money line win on them, plus 250. I knew a lot of analytics, not a lot, but a few analytics people who love the Sixers given the points last night. And I'm like, do you even watch any of this series at all? Like, I know you're into your analytics, but good yeah, Lord. Yeah, I don't know how you could have ever made that bet last night. Milwaukee giving seven in game one, that that, that again in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals on Wednesday night. Then, of course, Matt, last night, uh, or I should say yesterday afternoon, game one, they didn't give the Clippers much of a turnaround here. Clippers at Phoenix. Phoenix had no Chris Paul because of COVID protocol. Didn't matter in the end. It was very close at the end. Could have gone either way, but Phoenix gets it done. And on the spread, minus four, by the way, total Plinko result to uh, reference the old Price is Right game where the, the chip falls randomly. It does end up being a Suns cover, 120 to 114. And uh, Kawhi looks to be out of this whole series as far as we know and still waiting official word on Chris Paul for game two. Yeah, and so here, here, and here, and I find myself where Kelly's at. And so the Clippers now plus three forty in this in this series. Yeah, and I've got a sixteen to one Suns ticket, right? So if you didn't have the sixteen, what to do one, I do? You know, you, you, you know, like I mean, it's I think they're the better team. I still think they win, but then you know, it's like. I can make money no matter what here, so I don't know what I'm. Gonna, it's know. it's it's funny because it's Do it's it. hedging, but it's a different type. A different. I'm laying massive juice. He's yeah. getting a big plus price, and he believes his team can actually win it. Where I don't yeah. believe mine can at all. That's a far more clean hedge. Yes, 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 yes. Yours is uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Mine's <laughs> right. like yeah. you know asking to borrow money from Gil and Matt Brown to cover my. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd say yes, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to do it? Are you going to bet the Clippers? I mean, I'll probably just get my original stake back in the whole thing here and then just free roll. That, that's how I would play. Like, I, that's how I usually roll. will do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll take, I'm not going to lose money on this. Yeah. But I don't Because I also have yeah. them to win the whole thing at 33, you know. So I, I've got that still there as well. So I'll probably just kind of like, I'll probably just get my original stake back and then just be free rolling. The, the Suns, and just be the biggest Suns fan on the face of the planet. Before the season, there were places where you could bet exact matchups for the NBA Finals. Um, I couldn't find the Hawks combinations. I couldn't. I looked all over. But I, 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 I believe you. I can give you the Bucks combinations. <laughs> the Bucks and the Clippers was 14-1. to 1, uh, And the Bucks and the Suns, 66-1. to 1. 
How about that? That would be a nice little Kiniella. What, what was the, the NHL on the NBA schedule? Tonight? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes. That was about the 18 minute mark. NH- we're going to get there. NHL's the- like, oh, you want to delay a game, NBA? Watch this. <laughs> we had, uh, you know, we have our great, great live lines graphic at home at the bottom of the screen. Hopefully, you guys take advantage of. But yes, I had to tell Isaiah downstairs to maybe throw a, a pregame on there when I saw steeplechasing was still going on on yes. uh, NBC Sports uh, while our show was starting. They're underway in Tampa Bay, game five, by the way. Uh, hope you got your bets in on that. Uh, oh, here we go. Exact outcome of the NBA Finals. We do have, so this is, but this wasn't beginning of the season. This, this, is this was right just now. recently. Yeah, this is just right now. These are the four combinations. Hawks beat, oh, these are exact combinations. This is actually with who wins. I was just talking about the matchup mm-hmm. itself before the season started. Hawks beat Clippers. Hawks winning over the Clippers in the NBA Finals is the long shot. 50-1. to 1. Bucks beating the Suns is the short shot at plus 155. All of that makes sense, I think. Bucks beating the Suns, most likely outcome, obviously, with the Suns up one to nothing, so they got a head start there. And uh, again, based on what you guys are saying about how this is just a horrific matchup and based on the betting market, that is, in fact, what the most likely outcome is. Are you prepared for a world where the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo are, are NBA champions? Um, Man, it's just... It's this has been a tough postseason, you know. Like this is it's just like we talked about asterisks last year. Attrition. It's, yeah, it's it's just the fact that, in my opinion, no, this was not everybody's opinion. The fact that we're sitting here today and the Nets and Lakers are both both not in here anymore is just it kind of blows my mind. Uh, we've been we've been a little rough on on Giannis. Oh, on we got to go on, already on this program. Oh, we do. Bam. Bam, and that is was that Stamkos? 45 seconds in. Was it Stamkos? Is Lightning are in 45 seconds in, one to nothing. And Islanders fans uh, listening on MSG Plus or watching on MSG Plus are not going to be happy. It was Stephen Stamkos. <laughs> Andy McNeil Cash in 45 seconds. McNeil. Bang. Um, that was, I believe, I don't want to say any time goal for Stamkos was plus 190. Yeah, that's what he quoted this morning. That's what it was. So plus 190, any time goal. By the way, if you went crazy and did first goal on Stamkos, 11 to 1. Should be noted that Andy and I both had a Stamkos ticket for Hart Trophy this year at 66 to 1. That had no shot in hell. Mm. But there you go. So... Uh, Tampa Bay off to a, uh, a flying start here, less than a minute in. one nothing Game 5, trying to take a 3-2 lead in that best-of-seven series. Vegas and Montreal, Game 5 tomorrow night. Um, we'll see how that shakes out because it's going to be back in Vegas. We'll see if the Golden Knights stick with Robin Leonard in goal, who they went to in Game 4 after Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, not only made a huge gaffe in Game mm-hmm. 3, but also appeared to have some, I don't know, didn't see, seemed out of sorts, seemed a little tired. There's some advanced stats that uh, didn't shine a great light on him. So we'll see. I, I don't claim, we always say this on this show, we yeah. don't claim to know hockey as well as we do other sports, but the nature of coaching changes and goalie changes in hockey are just are so unbelievable. Imagine if you did like a thousand shows, Matt, and then you made one like bad oh, error. People then, are like, boom. Matt, sorry, we're going to go with that. And the then guy. after that, everyone is just praising your backup yes. to high heaven. Yes. Like, like, like it would be like someone takes a day off, a guy goes four for four or something, and they're just like, this guy's Hall of Fame. Like yes. he's going to, like, whatever, get this other guy out of there. And like, that's exactly what was going on last night. It was amazing. Wally Piff, if you're out there, <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll keep an eye on the hockey game, of course. We'll see if the Isles can get back in this. We'll update the live lines, and of course, we'll talk about the 121st U.S. Open, which Matt attended at Torrey Pines. Eh, might not have gone that well for anybody here. Coming back on Visa's Primetime Action.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. RU VIP material, DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up with promo code VSIN to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash 
Sportsbook for details. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Danielle Alvari is off tonight. This is VEASAN's primetime action. Glad you could hang with us. Uh, the 121st U.S. Open at Torrey Pines concluded yesterday. Uh, we talked about the NBA playoffs this year being a war of attrition. The back nine of the U.S. Open final round yesterday was just that. Uh, and the only person, well, I guess Louis Oosthuizen, we could say, had one bad shot, but that's all it took for him to not win this. But everybody else besides John Rahm really just folded under the pressure of that uh, event and in the back nine. And John Rahm with an unbelievable birdie on 17, an unbelievable birdie on 18, and he wins by one stroke over Oosthuizen. And lipped out on 15, was right there on 16 as well. So it, it just felt like there was something going to happen for him. I mean, it was a bomb on 15 that just banged off the back of the cup and didn't go in and then barely missed again on 16 and then 17 and 18 got it done. I saw there was a lot of people who were kind of ripping Louis Hazen or as the guy who was sitting behind me in the uh, in the in the grandstands was saying Oosterhaven uh, over and over and over and over again. He's like, I just don't. How is this Oosterhaven guy winning? And I'm like, There's not even a V in his name. Like, how are you going? How are you going Oosterhaven? Like, how's this even a thing? Um, but uh, it was we're sitting there and and you know like, look, Louis. I was right. I just happened to be standing right where Louis drove it on 18 and and yeah I saw people ripping him saying like ah oh, you know he gave up or he quit or he's not going for it and all that. like he sat there and he talked talked to his guy like I heard him verbally say he's like I cannot get it there he's like I, I it, it, the way that lie was and whatever he's like I cannot get it there yeah and I'm gonna end up and if you want to know why he ended up hitting an iron out of there and not just trying to force a bad wood out of there or whatever 600,000 reasons why. Because 1.35 million for outright second, and then it's 829,000 for outright third, which then you have to chop had he, like, had he, and, and maybe it would have been worse. Maybe he ends up doubling or tripling the hole or something like that. And then he's, he's now he's splitting, you know, T5 money or something like that. And then it's 600,000 reasons why. I think it's your best criticism of golf coverage that when it yeah. gets to the point, because we're all focused on who's going to win, and I get it, and we should be, and that's wonderful. But when we really realize that Rom is going to win that, and they never once mentioned, hey, the one of the reasons Ustazen is going to have to play it this <laughs> yeah. way is because he probably realizes he's not going to win at yeah. this point, and maybe his motivations have shifted. Yeah, also slightly. It's one point three five million it's for outright ton. second. Yeah, it is a ton of money. Yes, yes. for outright second, and like you, people are going to look at the score. And like, what do you mean he was he was outright second by two strokes? No, he birdied. That he birdied 18. He was only up one stroke on Harris English when he would have maybe, you know, decided had he tried to have been a hero and hit a wood out of this horrible lie that he had. What if he doubles and doesn't even get doesn't even get ties with Harris English? What if he goes down and, and ends up losing, you know, a million dollars because he you know, decided to like try to be the hero. No, man, take the one point three five. Like, like you said, he realized yeah. like I'm not going to win. This I'm not thing. winning. I'm like, done. Yeah, I'm done. So I'm going to take the one point three five. I actually was like tip of the cap. Like I heard people who are around yeah, me kind of sitting there because they don't think of the monetary situation right, either. Right. They're like, he's just giving up. He's just giving up. And I'm like, no, man, he won't second. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're you're up? right. They don't talk about it enough. You're right. And it's one of those like. I, to Matt's point, when we were why it was great in our one uh, one and duns, and, and you and I were on Kepka, and I was like, "Wait, that's all he wanted a U.S. Open?" And you start looking at it, and it is. I mean, it's a eight hundred thousand dollar <laughs> difference between what Kepka made and what Louis made. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of money. Yeah, it is, and it never gets 
spoken. No, out it, loud. it doesn't. What but a yeah. tournament though yesterday. Uh, look, Rom. Yeah. All you can do is the dude who has been the most consistent golfer on the PGA Tour for the last five years finally gets his major. But I mean, we say it every week when we when, when we're talking about these shows. We're handicapping. We were saying this when we were talking about this. We're like. Is John Rahm the favorite because he's the best player playing right now and like and deserves to be favorite? Yes, that is the truth. It's just hard to play a 10 to 1 on a guy that in a 156 golfer field with the, every single one of the best golfers in the entire world. But like we said after day 1, you could still get in on him at 8 to 1 whenever he was sitting out there and like that was, you know, that should have been the play. I didn't do that. I uh I lost a lot of money. This this was this was a this was a financially draining tournament for me, for sure. <laughs> there I don't mean to laugh, but Thank you, Garrick Higo, for last for two weeks ago. Oh, because, yeah. uh, we're man. transparent on this show, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, and I think some people could, could have gotten Rom ten to one before the final round, which is not far off his pre-flop number. I have so many more golf questions. We'll get to those. But fruit baskets next. Who helped us win bets this weekend? Coming back on Vsin's Prime Time Action. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB. And our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Matt, you have some Breaking news from the NBA. Yeah, there is. There will be no Chris Paul tomorrow for the for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, still listed out already here for Tuesday's game due to the health protocols and line already on the move. That's the sixes are disappearing I right gra- now. I grabbed it before. It did. Yes, uh, five and a halfs popping all over the place. Um, and uh, might even fall even further than that because I think most people thought he was going to be back for this game. Kelly, as you mentioned on break, like I guess we'll really find out what the situation is for game three as to what his uh, whether he you know was just contact traced or whether he actually had it or what it was or or anything like that. But there will be no Chris Paul for game two. And again, if you if you want the six with the Clippers, uh, I would run. To the book because uh, there are a couple that still have it, but the five and a halfs are already popping. You yeah. know, honestly, my I, I got I did go in at five and a half. It might rebound a bit, but I I I think if you could see a six out there, I don't think you're seeing that again. The six felt like a hedge yes. as to whether or not he would be available or not. By the way, another update: uh, Yanni Gord in the basket, the biscuit in the basket, two to nothing Ooh. now. Tampa Bay. Let's check out that live line. Just here. over nine minutes into game Ooh. five. Seven to one if you want the Islanders. Seven to one, plenty of hockey. Yeah. Two periods in almost nine minutes. Seven to one. Any takers? No. Seven to one. Seven Anyone? To one. Yeah. No. Eh. No. I, I trust in Andy. <laughs> <laughs> in Andy we trust. Steven Stamkos. He yeah. nailed that one. Uh, and he had the over five and a half. So uh you know, that's well on its way as well. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Fruit Baskets. Some bets are just more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. 
Kelly, you've decided that I should run this. Well, okay. Uh, I will. We'll, we'll guide it, okay. but I'm, I'm going to start. We're starting oh, with you. You're pointing. I see your your air traffic control. I, I realized. I like, got you. I realized halfway through the point that it would be confusing. <laughs> okay, I feel bad sending a fruit a fruit basket to the Atlanta Hawks because really you probably sent them much greater than my little piddly fruit basket. But mine is just simply what I referred to earlier on the show, which is Atlanta plus seven in Game Seven. And then I had some uh, people I respect saying, "Oh, I'm taking Philly. I'm laying the points." What have you been watching in this series? Not only does Atlanta get it done, I also put them on the money line last night. So Atlanta plus seven and Atlanta at, uh, I don't know if I got plus 250. I want to say I was like five cents shy of that. But thank you, Atlanta Hawks. The poor man's version of how much Kelly is thankful for hey, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, you uh, you had more faith in them yesterday than I did. I'm, I'm, that's good. Because I was, I know, I know you guys probably saw my text message. I think I was pacing back and forth yes. for four hours yesterday yes. watching the end of the U.S. Open. Every possession. I, we could have shared a graphic, but I'm keeping it rolling. H-O-X, Hawks, Hawks, Hawks. There you go. So it's a, di- it's a different team, you know, different bets, different teams. Got to own it. So uh, Hawks, yeah, man, hey. We're through with the division series. We're through with the win total. We're uh, we've got all those home, those tickets have cashed. Now we, we got a chance at the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, sixty-five to one. I don't think it's going to get there. I'm hedging big time. But Atlanta, you got me to a spot where I could do that. Fruit baskets all around, especially Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, what a game! Keeping him alive. Kevin Erder, who uh, Adam Stanko, who's a friend of network of Visa and Adam Stanko, who uh, works at 24-7 Sports, called in that draft the second best shooter outside of Trey Young in that particular draft. I'll tell you the one thing that I don't know I've ever noticed about this, about Kevin Herter until yesterday, with is how deceptively tall he is. There was multiple jumpers he got off yesterday over long defenders where I was like, how do you get that shot off? How about the step back three where he dribbled it uh, behind his lead that leg. Nasty. That was nasty. That was awesome. Mateo. All right, Maddie, you're up. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I said it on the show that I had a lean towards them, and I went ahead and I was like, look, I'm gonna be leaving town. I can't make any bets whenever I leave, so I'm gonna go ahead and just have a bet before I get on this plane. <laughs> so I went ahead and took the Bucks uh, money line, and uh, it and it and it got home. And listen, you know, I was I was actually gonna say this a little bit. Uh, a little bit earlier, but I'm glad we waited until now. But, you know, listen, I have I think all of us have been a little bit tough on Giannis uh, I on, have this, been. on this show. Mm-hmm. And, um, listen, when he's doing what he does best, he is very, very good, and he is pretty damn dominant. The what, Where it really changes is when he tries to do stuff that he's not. Like, we, we, we kill him for shooting threes, and we should, because he shouldn't be shooting yep. threes because he's not any good at it. I was going to say, but when been, he just tough. But when he just bull charges the rim and forces guys to either foul him, and, and, and he's so strong that he gets and ones all the time, or if they don't foul him, then it's just an easy bucket. When he is just doing that, over and over and over and over and over again. I understand why he was getting tired and all that because, you know, I mean, he's uh, he's he, he's basically driving to the bucket every season. He's never taken easy shots, right? I mean, that was a little is, hot in that game, though. He, he looked like he was dead tired in, like, the second quarter, and I was I like... I agree. That, it was funny because Matt and I were exchanging text messages. He's like, I've got a lot on the Bucks money line. I'm like, that's <laughs> weird because I just went in live on the Nets money line, so I lost that one, but it was... it was, That was odd to me. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're right, Matt. He's got. He was. He's carrying a team. I understand that. Uh, he, he. Hey, we've been tough on him, but I think we've been fair. We, yes. we, we we've were, been fair because we said, hey, mo- stop shooting threes. Most good. of the time, we're just saying, what are you doing? You're 0 for four. You're 0 for five. You're one for seven or whatever it is from three. Like, just quit doing it. That's just absolutely ridiculous. But you look and what he did in this series. 34 points. He had one 18 point game, but 33, 34, 34, 30, and 40. 
And with that, double-digit rebounds in every single game uh, to go along with at least four assists. It's just the when he does what he's doing best, he is a dominant player. The problem is, is I think he's, he, he just gets away from what he yep. does good so much. Sure does. Fear the deer. Time crunch, fellas. Uh, Canadians, fruit basket. Uh, not because you lost last night, because I have you on the series, hmm. but I, I played you in games one, two, and three. One was a loss. Two and three were wins. Uh, we're already ahead with this because of the games two and three wins. Uh, why have I played the hockey? Uh, why have I played the Canadians in that series? Because no one should be that big of a dog in hockey when you have a goaltender like Carey Price. We'll see how that series goes from here on out. All right, quick U.S. Open love from me, Brooks Kepka and Paul Casey. Uh, I, I, I My biggest golf bet, I think, ever on Brooks Kepka top 20. So that and Paul Casey coming back from almost missing the cut, sneaking in, cashing some top 10s and top 20s, lifesaver. Uh, I didn't win money this weekend, but it would have been way worse, Matt, way worse. Yes, and uh, I'm going to thank the the, uh, the fine state of California for not having legalized sports betting and saved me way more money than I lost <laughs> on the golf tournament this past week because uh, <laughs> I would have lost a lot more money if I'd had the opportunity to live bet that game. I thought for sure the way the way Rory and, and Bryson played that front nine, I would have just kept laying money on those guys thinking that one of those two guys was going to take it home, and they didn't. So thank you, California, for not allowing me to do that. We must have a Bryson DeChambeau conversation on this show. Uh, we will at the top of the hour. Uh, first, though, Adam Burke skating tripods, a little baseball talk. Maybe he's got some basketball thoughts as well. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Back on VEASAN's primetime action, sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VEASAN, that's V-S-I-N, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral, service, uh, referral services rather, can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Well, Islanders fans, you're not going to like this. Tampa Bay 3, Isles nothing. Tampa Bay scores yet again in the first period, and Andy McNeil is uh, running good. He had the Stamkos goal at plus 190, and he has the over five and a half. Three goals for the Lightning. Good if you made those bets with Andy McNeil. Not so good if you're an Islanders fan. Yes, not so good if you're an Islanders fan. And we were talking about this, I mean, in in this situation, too, you got to think. So you're going to get a lot of empty net time, you'd probably think. So, yeah, Andy's probably feeling really good about that five and a half. Yeah. Um, We should also mention, because Jacob deGrom had a start today. Uh, We failed to uh, talk about that. Jacob deGrom, by the way, Varlamov out. He has been pulled from this game, just like that. Um, That was quick. Just over 15 minutes into this game, he is out. Barry Trott said, I've seen enough. Uh, We're making a a, a change in goal. Tampa Bay 3, Islanders nothing. So it's a doubleheader. It's a seven-inning doubleheader. And and as we know with modern-day baseball and seven-inning doubleheaders, these are always a little squirrely. Um, But, you know, Jacob deGrom, we were on air last week when it was, okay, what's this injury now? Uh Uh-oh, eight strikeouts and nine uh, batters faced, but then he got pulled. Well, today, Jacob deGrom uh, ended up logging 70 pitches. You know, just to, just to, just to what De- Jacob deGrom does. Yeah, you know, 70 casual. pitches, went five innings, gave up one hit, no earned runs, six Ks, two walks. There you go. He did walk two. What a bum. Ah, he did walk two. That lowered his ERA terrible. to 0.50 on the season. That's 0.50 0.50. is what his ERA is through 11 starts. It's... The most insane thing, like I, I, I put a tweet about it earlier today. It's like it's like I'm watching like a David Blaine special, where like I watch it and like <laughs> I don't even I, I I don't believe what I'm seeing with my eyes because it's like these he cannot be hit, he can't be hit. And oh, and by the way, if you're wondering, um, oh well, yeah, all these pitchers were. Uh, did you see he got checked today for sticky substances? Yes. So oh, this that was, was it weird. started. It yeah. started. They have started now. So it is a full on thing. The umpire came out after the first inning and actually checked him for for sticky substances and whatever and all this. And all he did was just again 
one hit through five innings, struck out six, and uh, lowered his ERA to 0. 0.50. 0.50. I'll do the math for you. That's <laughs> one run every 18 innings. Good Lord. By the way, uh, I consider myself a fairly intelligent human being. I have no idea how David Blaine does what he does. No. None. No. And I sit there and I'll try to figure it out. No, I know. I Same. Can, I cannot do it. Uh, let's bring in a gentleman to talk about uh, Jacob DeGrom and other matters. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at Skating Tripods, host of ATS Radio. It's Adam Burke, everybody. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing tonight? Very well. Let, let me ask you this. We'll, we'll ask it about both MVP races. Um, if Jacob DeGrom just continues to do what he does, does it matter if Tatis Jr. or Acuna Jr. both hit 50 homers and both have 150 RBI? Like, is there just any way anybody could win MVP if Jacob DeGrom just does this from here on out? No, I mean, you'd have to give it to him if he winds up sustaining these numbers that he has. And and furthermore, too, I mean, offense has gone up around the league with, you know, the crackdown on substances, spin rates going down and all of that. So if DeGrom continues to pitch at this level in this new hitting environment, uh, you have to give it to him. I know pitchers have their own award, but you have to give it to him. But just the follow-up to that on the AL side, Shohei Otani hit his 23rd home run of the season yesterday. 23. We are not at the All-Star break. By the way, he wants to be in the home run derby. First person to raise his hand and say, I'm in. Uh, I hope that doesn't mess him up. We know how that goes with home run derbies. But 23, tied for the league lead. I mean, I, I brought this up with, with Vlad Jr., if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets the triple crown, I would imagine he's the MVP, but not if Shohei keeps doing this, right? Like, then the triple crown won't even matter. Yeah, I mean, what Otani's doing is is so special. I mean, every time you see, every day you see a tweet about how he's doing something that only Babe Ruth has ever done. I mean, what he's doing is just remarkable. It's unprecedented, you know, in the modern era. So if he stays healthy, and obviously I hope he does for the sake of the game and for his own sake, uh, you have to give it to him. I can't believe he's doing the Derby in Denver where you know you're going to get gassed, and he's a guy that has injury concerns and considerations anyway. I cannot believe he's doing the Derby, but I imagine he'll put on a show for as long as he's in it. So circling back to to, to Grom here, and really this is a question about the Mets, but it's, it's around DeGrom. Should we be taking the Mets a little bit more seriously in the grand scheme of things and in the big picture here? Because who is going to beat this guy if he's going to go twice in a series, maybe three times in a series? Like, he's going to win two of them. If he goes three times, he, you know, two, I think two out of three is the worst case scenario, likely to win all three of them. Whenever you take a look at his losses this year, he gave up one earned run in each of them. <laughs> He has two losses. He gave up one earned in each of those losses. It's so bad. I mean, it's it's just it's cartoon-like numbers here. I'll admit I'm the first one who maybe hasn't talked enough about the Mets' chances of actually competing here, but you, you do have a guy that is unhittable right now, and as long as you can get three runs on the scoreboard, you are having a really, really good chance of winning the game. I, 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 how much more should we be taking the Mets a little bit more seriously? Yeah, I think we really have to start looking seriously at the Mets here for the for the World Series, something like that, because, look, nobody else wants to win this NL East. I mean, I thought the Braves would be a lot better than they are. For whatever reason, they're not. Did take a piece of the Phillies before the season at 9-1 to to win the East, but I just don't think they're good enough to do that. So with the Mets here, I mean, they're probably going to win this division, which means they avoid the wild card game, so they wouldn't have to throw DeGrom in that. And they'll probably wind up playing the winner of the National League Central because the team out West should have the best record and then play the wildcard team. So 
that really gives the Mets a couple of different advantages where you can use DeGrom at least twice in that short series, and they'll probably face the Cubs, Brewers, or Reds, whoever winds up winning the Central, or maybe the Cardinals. Who knows? I think you really do have to start looking at the Mets, especially because we don't exactly know what the ceiling for this offense is yet because they've been so banged up and injured for basically the last month, month and a half. So, yeah, I think you really have to start taking the Mets seriously from a future standpoint for sure. And to, and to give you an idea how wacky sports betting can be sometimes, I would say, like, you know, I can give you 10 reasons why I'm making a certain play on a given night. I have a I have two futures, two World mm-hmm. Series tickets. The Dodgers, which I just said, a plus 348. Let me put it in the account. Let me just forget about it till October. And the other one was the Mets, which I have at, like, 19 to 1 or 14. I can't remember exactly, but it's in the high teens. And... um the reason for it, the reason that I made the bet was, oh, if Trevor Bauer ends up on the Mets, this is going to be a great bet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't end up there, and now here we are, and you know, towards the end of June, and I'm like, what a great bet I made. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, I look at this. You look again. His loss, he's seven and two on the year. His losses, he went eight innings, gave up five hits, didn't walk anyone, struck out fourteen, and yeah. lost because <laughs> one earned run. And his other loss, six innings, three hits, nine Ks, one earned, and got the loss. So yeah. like, those are his two losses on the year. Adam, there's only two more games tonight. Uh, one starts at 9.40 Eastern, 6.40 Pacific. The other at 10.10 Eastern, 7.10 Pacific. It is Milwaukee at Arizona, which is noteworthy because Arizona is on an epic losing streak. And you can get Milwaukee at the nice, clean, tidy price of just minus 117. We're showing minus 119, but you get the idea of very cheap price on the Brewers tonight. And then it's the marquee matchup. It's the Dodgers and the Padres. I'm actually on the Dodgers. How do you feel about both of these games? Yeah, I'm also on the Dodgers tonight. I mean, I I made myself a promise before the season. I said if Julio Urias is at any kind of reasonable price, I'm taking him in every one of those games. I don't think anybody realizes how good that guy is. He's just he's overshadowed by Clayton Kershaw, overshadowed by Trevor Bauer and Walker Bueller. Urias is is legit. I mean, he's a very, very good front of the rotation starting pitcher, an ace for probably 20 of the teams out there in Major League Baseball. So had to take the Dodgers at the plus price. Surprised to see this one moving away from both you and I. I'm surprised yes. to see some San Diego money on that one for sure. Also, Darvish, lowest four-seam fastball spin rate of the season in his last start. Yes, it was in Colorado. Maybe that played a role, but that's something that I'm watching very closely. And speaking of that start in Colorado, and I'm on the under tonight for Oakland and Texas, and I'm very mad at myself for doing it because one of the things I've noticed here over the last few weeks is any road starting pitcher in a ballpark with a humidor has had a massive spin rate drop in that start since the MLB memo came out on June 3rd. So that could happen to Brett Anderson tonight, making the start for Milwaukee down in Arizona. We're seeing it. Frankie Montas has a big spin rate drop tonight. He gave up a five spot in the first inning. So that's an angle that I may be looking at a little bit more here, where in those traditional pitchers parks that have the humidor, the retractable roof, stadiums, all of that, Spin rates are dropping dramatically. I don't know if the ball is slipper, more slippery. I don't know if the ball is a little bit heavier and therefore harder to grip. But road pitchers are having a really difficult time with their spin rates in those retractable roof stadiums with a humidor. So that may be something that Brett Anderson contends with tonight. And it's something that Frankie Montas has already dealt with tonight. Interesting. Always very interesting, Adam. By the way, just to clarify, Arizona has lost 17 baseball games in a row. They try to snap that streak at home tonight against Milwaukee. Obviously, the road losing streak specifically even longer than that historical uh, as well. They don't want to make any more history just on a general losing streak. Adam, we appreciate it. Thank you so much, man.
Absolutely, guys. Have a good night. Adam Burke, everybody, at Skating Tripods, one of the great uh, Twitter handles uh, that there has ever been. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, three-run ding-dong, puts the Astros up on the Orioles 5 to nothing in the top of the third. Just one out, so the Astros well on their way. As Adam just mentioned, Texas up on Oakland 5 to nothing. Uh, Atlanta and the Mets scoreless in the bottom of the second in the uh, second of the two doubleheaders. And, of course, the Indians are up one nothing. And, of course, they're up one to nothing because we didn't play it. Yeah. Ah. Twinkies up on uh, the Reds, one to nothing. Bottom of the second, they're still making noise with runners on the corners. And uh, again, Islanders fans, sorry about this. End of the first, three to nothing. Lightning, game five of the Stanley Cup semis. We'll come back team to one. Seventeen to one on the Islanders. <laughs> no. Anyone? No. <laughs> still no. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores. Kelly will update it for us. Uh, we'll talk more golf because I got a bunch of questions about certain players in the U.S. Open. And what the takeaway is from that. We'll update series prices in the NBA as well. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.